Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. I am as a parent and certainly as now interim CEO, you know, CEO, uh, superintendent here, it is my job to make sure that not only our workers who are young people that look to the park district as their first professional job in many cases, but the kids that are participating in these programs are protected. Hi, everybody. I'm Fran Spielman. My guest this week is the new interim CEO of the Chicago Park District, Rosa Escareño. Rosa, thank you for joining us. And joining me in questioning Rosa is my dear friend and crack investigative reporter, Lauren Fitzpatrick. Thanks to both of you. Hi, everybody. Thank you. Hi. Rosa, when I think of you, I think of the movie The Godfather 3. Just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. You retired as Business Affairs and Consumer Protection Commissioner for the city after a very distinguished career in many troubleshooting roles. You were happily training for a marathon. And then you were also planning the next less stressful chapter of your working life. And then the other shoe dropped. Mike Kelly is forced out for his handling of the burgeoning scandal involving sexual harassment and abuse of the lifeguards at city pools and beaches. And here you are drafted to replace him. Why did you agree to jump right back into the fire? Well, first of all, let me just say uh, that I am no godfather. I am the godmother to my beautiful nieces and nephews who I absolutely adore and love. And I'm very proud of that title. But um, Fran, thank you for that question. You know, Yes, I was enjoying my time off and really starting after 30 years to just understand what it's like to to be a little bit more relaxed. But I will tell you, when I I did receive a call on uh, whether I would uh, take on uh, this um, uh, position in an interim way, the only thing I thought about is the same reason why I stayed in government for so long. Public service is something that I really, truly believe in because I really believe in the good that we can do for our residents, for our neighborhoods. And I'm a resident of Chicago, so I I see it as a civic duty. And also, I think it's something that if I could be helpful in any way to address some of these challenges, then I want to make sure that I'm part of uh, taking, you know, addressing these issues. And I'm, I'm happy to do that in, a, in, in this temporary way. You have signed a 90-day contract to replace Kelly. What are the terms of this agreement? And is it possible that you, an athlete, may decide that you like the Department of Fun, at least until this scandal? Well, I will tell you, I have always loved the parks. Fran, I think you talked about, you know, I'm a, a marathoner. I've been a triathlete. 
earlier in my years in the park district when I arrived into this country, my my actually my dream was to be a gymnast like Nadia Kamanich at one point. And so gymnastics became a, a thing that I did and I only could only be possible through the parks, like many families that don't have the resources. So I've loved the parks for a very long time. They are part of my life. They are part of everyone's life in communities. We have parks literally right just down the street from our homes. And so I take this this job because I know the importance that the parks uh, represent in people's lives and the the amazing programs that we provide across. So, is city. there a chance that you might say, "I like this"? You know, I'm a public servant. I and I love um, all the jobs where we provide services to to people. So, of course, uh, who wouldn't love this job that does so many wonderful uh, things for people? But my commitment is to come in on an interim uh, position and to, to really come in and not only ensure that those programs that we just mentioned, Fran, continue to be offered to the residents that rely on them. So a continuity of those amazing programs must continue without interruption. But also extremely important to what you just mentioned, Fran, is ensuring that this immediate issue this critical matter that is facing us right now is addressed in, in in a full and swift way to the best of my ability during these 90 days. And don't you need a major house cleaning to convince parents that it is safe to send their kids to the park district programs and that it is safe to have their teenagers and young people work in the parks and at the pools and at the beaches? You know, in terms of the the size of the house cleaning, we're we're going to have to start with ensuring that I'm looking at and working with the uh, uh, the the report that is released by the IG. I am committed to ensuring that and working uh, where I can to ensure that that investigation is complete. And so I look to the outcome of that investigation. But certainly, as you know, in my years of public service, I don't take on a job and not look under the couches, peek behind the veil. I, it is my responsibility as a public servant to ensure that the residents of Chicago, uh, that, that the services are being provided in the most efficient and uh, ethical uh, way, including so where there may be needed uh, changes during my short tenure. Uh, certainly these are cha- uh, things that I am willing to do. But attorney Valerie Hayes did not brief the board on the entirety of the scandal. She briefed the board only on a development that required immediate action and led to, and tipped the scales against Kelly. Was that the adult soup male supervisor who abruptly resigned after being accused of having an inappropriate relationship with an underage female employee who once worked as a seasonal lifeguard, including text messages of a sexual nature? Well, you know, again, I, I certainly look to the to the outcome of the investigation, uh, Fran. But I think when we look at this in a more broad way, uh, certainly we need to understand uh, th- there isn't a problem with the culture, right? And so there isn't, it, or there is. There is no. There is. There is. Uh, you know, just based on um, what we know right now, it is important for us to look at. Uh, the entire uh, Beaches and Pools division 
and uh, there are signs here that there is a, a problem uh, in in the thinking in the in the thinking of individuals that work there. It is unconscionable and unacceptable for me to, as a public servant and and certainly as an individual to believe that somebody could come on the job and think that when they're working with young people, especially any adult, to think that this behavior is at all allowed, permissible. Why would anyone working with youth who is an adult believe that that kind of behavior is appropriate? And so I am, I do not take this lightly. So I look forward to the outcome of the investigation, but it doesn't mean that we should not be looking at the way this entire division has been operating. And during my tenure, my goal is to look at this entire division and figure out uh, what has uh, been signaled over years, maybe, to people that work here that anything outside of the utmost ethical behavior is what is expected. And so I, ha- I am laser focused on addressing um, the issues and also just trying to find out, uh, is there a culture that has continued to allow for this kind of behavior to exist? Um, but we need two things, Fran. I think one, we need to uh, work and, and look at what the uh, IG is investigating and work with that first and foremost, but then also to engage and be very present uh, with the individuals that work there, specifically individuals in leadership positions, to begin to understand um, how this division has worked, uh, what what direction and changes are needed, and anything that uh, appears to be problematic for me will be addressed immediately. Lauren? Yeah, I'm wondering, Rosa, how much have you been briefed already um, by the IG? And have you you know, been able to read any of her kind of interim reports? So what I will tell you in terms of I have not received any briefings from the IG. Um, I have not uh, received any any reports from the IG at this point. What I have what about Valerie for- Hayes, her the outside attorney? No, I have not received any reports or briefings from um, uh, Hayes as well. Uh, what I have been doing in my last week has been reviewing all the actions that the Park District has uh, committed to addressing, uh, really getting up to speed with the, um, you know, the uh, disciplinary actions, making sure that all that is being carried out, that everything that we, we said we were going to do and that was supposed to get done gets done. And so I'm reviewing all of that. But in terms of anything uh, current or new, I have not received any of that. I look forward to that. It's my understanding that that is uh, coming soon. And so I am anticipating that conversation. 
Let's get into some of the specifics. We've reported that in February 2020, an Oak, uh, an Oak Street Beach lifeguard sent 11 pages of very explosive allegations to Mike Kelly about the lifeguard's conduct during the summer of 2019. She talked about being pushed into a wall, called sexually degrading profane names by fellow lifeguards, abandoned for hours at her post for refusing to take part in drinking parties and on-the-job drug use. Kelly did not forward those allegations immediately to the inspector general as he was required to do. Instead, he gave his top managers first crack at this, didn't do anything uh, to refer this whole thing to the IG until six weeks later when the mayor's office sent a more explosive complaint to him and he had to do that. Now, Kelly is gone, but what about the board? What about Avis Lavelle, who presided this entire time? They were responsible for they act. They did nothing about the interim reports from the inspector general. They sat there while the deputy inspector general, Nathan Kipp, was fired. And he says it was to cover this thing up and to just quash the investigation. What about the board? Um, well, Fran, you know, this is certainly a, a the structure of uh, this agency is that it reports to the board. Um, and so what I can tell you is that I am coming in, um, certainly listening and learning and trying to understand how it all works. My, I report to the board president. I do not make any determinations on anything related to the board. And so I, you know, I certainly can't speak to that. Um, that is that is not a, an area of my responsibility. But certainly understand that you know the, the concerns that you raise are are some that that um, I believe are being looked into in terms of the 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 IG. I believe is looking at uh, any actions uh, or. I think they're reviewing the IG, but again, that is not a question for me. That is really a question for the board and the board president. Um, and that's Was it appropriate to fire the deputy inspector general, the guy who was leading this investigation in the middle of this investigation? How is that right? How is that even legal? You know, Fran, you raised some very important questions. And so, again, you know, this is not an area that is under my purview. Uh, and so I, you know, I, I ask you to definitely ask those questions of the board and the board president. Uh, that Those are not areas that fall under my, my purview at all. But who did that? Who did that? Who's responsible for that? It had to be Kelly with the with the with the acquiescence of the board and the board president Davis Lavelle. You know, I I will tell you, I I was not here during that time. I do not know what, if any, discussions were had. You know, I I do understand that there are that uh, there are investigations that are looking into. Uh, management and uh, IG. But again, those are not under my purview. Those fall under the purview of the board. But should Nathan Kipp have been fired? Should he have been fired in the middle of this investigation? I don't know the facts or, uh, or any. Well, you read about him. Sure you did. 
Right. But, uh, you know, I, again, I don't know the, the facts surrounding that. I think we, we all read uh, our, the newspapers. We all read what is out there, but th- this is not something that falls under my purview. And I would, you know, direct those questions to the IG and uh, the investigation that is currently underway. That is certainly not something that I am privy to. Your um, primary job, though, Rosa, is to like rebuild the public's trust in the park district. And I mean, would you right. agree that's your primary job here? I, of course, I, I see my job as ensuring absolutely, you know, there has been uh, trust that's, that's been lost. So regaining the trust uh, and, and to really be as transparent uh, and be empathetic to the victims. And so that is a top priority for me. Absolutely. How do you do that? You know, the, the structure of this agency is that it must report to the board and the board president. Um, and that is a body that is created by legislation. And so the structure here is one where the I as an interim or any permanent individual that sits in this leadership role must work with the board and must have a, that is the reporting structure. Um, And so uh, certainly I will do everything in my power in these 90 days to address the issues that are identified uh, through these investigations. But I'm not just coming here sitting and waiting for these reports to come out. I am literally in the last week have had multiple meetings with the teams. I am trying to understand how this organization has worked. And I will tell you, yes, there are things that, you know, uh, maybe there are things that have been done in a certain way for a very long time. My job is to ensure that the residents of Chicago understand that I am going to uh, make changes where necessary. Specifically to the Beaches and Pools Division, it is unacceptable and completely problematic. Um, the, the allegations and the outcomes of the recent uh, second quarter IG investigation, what they have found is troubling. It is upsetting. And to be frank, it is disgusting. And so it is my job to ensure that not only we address that head on, but that we look to best practices. My job in the next 90 days are to ensure that the programs that have already been announced that are going to be done is that we revisit them. Are we doing everything that we needs to be done and then go further? Have you asked for the resignations of everybody in that beaches and pools division? Uh, Again, because there is an ongoing investigation, I need to ensure that we are um, that we are working with those recommendations. But when you say, Fran, have I fired everyone? Have you asked you know, for their resignations? I mean, don't you need to clean house, particularly in that division? Yes, but we have to do it in a way that we, I have to be responsible. The residents of Chicago rely on many of these programs. I have to ensure that as I move forward, that we are being methodical and that we are certainly asking a lot of the questions as to how are we going to operate? How do we uh, make sure that the program is moving forward with best practice in mind and to ensure that, that as we make the changes necessary, 
that we are able to operate, right? And, and But I will not sit back. And as I come across any situation or issue or individual that is problematic, I will not take a second, you know, guess at what needs to be done. I will take swift and immediate action as I come across the problems to ensure that we are addressing that. But I must also balance how we are actually going to provide the services that our residents rely on. But absolutely, are we looking at this? Yes, I am laser focused on this unit. Uh, There have been changes that were made prior to me getting here. Individuals that were uh, you know, some individuals that were moved into other areas. My job is to understand who was moved, why were they moved, who is now in place, who is the best qualified individual and people that we have on staff right now that I can make sure are operating those those divisions. But again, you know, I've been here a week. I, I My goal is to continue to dig and to be laser focused on improving these programs. I am as a parent and certainly as now interim CEO, you know, CEO, uh, superintendent here, it is my job to make sure that not only our workers who are young people that look to the park district as their first professional job in many cases, but the kids that are participating in these programs are protected. During the course of this investigation, the IG resigned because she wasn't vetted. She, Elaine Little, is the ex-wife of State Representative Curtis Tarver. She resigned just hours after a WBEZ investigation showed that while overseeing investigations at the Cook County Juvenile Detention Center, she had an extramarital affair and a child with a colleague. And that triggered a conflict of interest probe that was cut short when she resigned in 2018. Who was responsible for vetting her and who dropped the ball and who should wear the jacket for that? It can't just be Kelly. Wasn't it also the board? Again, I think in terms of the structure, the board, the IG reports directly to the board president. And so that is not that is not something that anyone in my role as an interim and certainly anyone previously should have been involved in, in onboarding, according to my understanding of the, the structure uh, that, so again, I, I point, I point you to ask those questions of the board to those who do not fall under my purview, but in, and so, yeah, but in terms of vetting on my end, I think we need to understand how have employees uh, specifically those working in uh, beaches and pools, uh, how are they vetted? How are they onboarded? Um, and, how is and the IG sure. vetted? The IG has to be the pristine. Nobody looked. Again, you know, not now within my purview. And so I, I, I don't have a response for you on that question. Fran. How big does. To- oh, go ahead, Lauren. I just want to circle back to this idea of rebuilding the public trust. I mean, Rosa, I understand that you're constrained by the system of how the board is structured. But if you're going to be rebuilding this trust, is is this board, maybe minus the two folks who just got appointed, are they going to be able to help you rebuild that trust or are they going to hurt your efforts to do so? I am going to, I am here to address this issue head on and I am reliant on the IG's investigation 
to uh, certainly uh, it's ongoing and I rely on that uh, so that I understand, um, you know, through their investigation, because they have the resources to do that, how, you know, what may be unveiled and I will act on that. But my response to you, Lauren, is that I am not solely relying on that. I need to make sure that I am laser focused on getting into the details and understanding how this organization works and specifically the beaches and pools and individuals that work in this area. It is going to be important for me to, and I have uh, under the, the, you know, under this position, the authority to hire, fire, change policies as I uh, deem it appropriate. There are some things that have to go to the board for approval, but it's not going to mean that I am just going to not uh, put my best foot forward, look at best practices. And if I feel that massive changes need to be to take place, I will do that. And then I will work with the board president to ensure that they understand the criticalness of why certain changes and only those that need to go to the board, not everything needs to go to the board. I have the authority under this title and position to make the changes necessary on policies and procedures, unless state law requires that I go to the board. And in those scenarios... How big does the cover-up of this scandal go? One of the supervisors who Kelly gave first crack at investigating this scandal has a daughter who was accused of participating in the bullying and harassment. And Kelly himself went to the one of the victims and told her to keep him in the loop about this because the press was breathing down his neck. And yet the IG's office, Elaine Little, decided not to interview him. You know, I cannot go back. I am going forward. But what I can tell you is that there is, um, when there is an investigation and when there are allegations of that are in, 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 you know, that are in this problematic, um, it is, it would be my job not to interfere in those investigations. There has to be a proper, I think one of the charges that I have is to ensure that we are setting up a process from the administrative standpoint that any victim and any survivor needs, knows exactly where to go for, to file a report and that they feel that their information is going to be confidential and it's going to be treated um, in, in, in the manner that is going to be taken seriously and that it's going to be fully investigated. Anything short of that is something that would not be appropriate. And that brings us to the Office of Protection that Kelly created. It has no mandate to report what it finds. Without that, what confidence would the victims have that their complaints won't be whitewashed? You know, again, uh, as I indicated earlier, my job is to look at some of the initiatives and policies and programs that were announced. Uh, certainly, uh, the Office of Protection is one of those programs that I am, uh, you know, starting to uh, look at and am asking a lot of questions. And if if we if I think this needs to be changed or there needs to be um, you know more information that needs to be gathered, um, I am certainly going to make 
the recommendations from my perspective known. Uh, specifically, I want to make sure that it's properly vetted. Have we had the right people at the table? Have we talked to the agencies that represent survivors to ensure that this kind of reporting structure is 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 proper and correct? And so. Yes. So um, so we're still reviewing. That is part of what I intend to do over the coming days. And so any program that goes forward, if I have the, if it falls under the administrative aspect of, um, you know, of the structure, then absolutely. I'm, I'm putting my foot I'm stepping right into all of these conversations where I can and where uh, I'm not getting in the way of an investigation. And I'm making sure that anything that we do or that we're going to be implementing, that it is as, as fully vetted and based on best practice as possible. Do you expect that the house cleaning is going to go beyond aquatics? Um, well, you know, it is it is important for us to understand um, the entire organization, right? Um, but I have a 90-day mandate. I need to make sure that we're addressing the critical issue before me. But certainly, I am not someone that sits back and... Uh, I am going to be looking at the entire organization. And if there are changes or improvements that you know, should be made based on, um, you know, what I see, what I review and, uh, that will be done. But I am spending my first few days, you know, listening, having lots of conversations, trying to understand how things operate. So laser focused on the, the critical issues at hand, uh, certainly the continuity of programs that, that our residents rely on. But yes, I am also here to ensure that if there are other things that need to be addressed, um, then I'm looking into that. The Park District, for all it does so well, has also long been a political dumping ground. Just look at the chief operating officer. He's the brother of former Northwest Side Alderman Pat LaVar. Have you found that? And are you going to get rid of that? Again, you know, my job is to look at the way this organization works. We have to be, um, you know, we have to be responsive to Chicago taxpayers. We have to be good, strong stewards of the investment that our residents have make every day because that is our structure. And so it is my job to ensure that we are being as professional an organization, that we are carrying out the mission of this organization, and that everyone that works here is doing, uh, carrying out the mission. Who, who hired them, how they came here, um, you know, is, is something that's behind me, but certainly something that I need to be mindful as I go forward. In addition to the lifeguard scandal, which has been dominating the headlines, Kelly took heat for signing a contract with Amazon to install lockers in public parks and for his now reversed decision to remove a life ring from Pratt Pier in Rogers Park, where swimming is off limits to prevent a repeat of the drowning that killed 19-year-old Miguel Cisneros. 
The Bears have also accused Kelly of use, refusing to engage in good faith negotiations on their request to create a sports betting mecca near Soldier Field. And that's part of the reason why they took up the option at the Arlington race course. Kelly was also the prime champion behind the merger of the Jackson Park and South Shore golf courses. Let's go through those controversies. What is your position about the Bears and sports betting? You know, again, I've, I've only been here a week and uh, certainly this, there, there are conversations that, that need to be had. I need to, I'm, you know, I certainly welcome a conversation with Bears management. Uh, and, you know, again, I've been here a week. I, the, all the issues that you've raised are things that certainly need attention to. Um, and, and I plan on engaging, understanding, learning, and again, improving the operation of this agency and moving forward in a way that is responsible and responsive to the residents of Chicago. What do you plan to do about sports betting and renovating Soldier Field and doing something for the Bears to accommodate them if it can be done? You know, again, I, I don't know all the details of sport, the, the, what the Bears have proposed. And so I don't want to be speaking, you know, from the cuff here. I need to learn all the issues. I need to understand what they are proposing and understand what are the concerns that we have as an agency of any. Uh, again, we have to be responsible. Uh, we're stewards of, of, of Chicagoans uh, and taxpayer money. And so we have to make sure that we're making the right decisions, putting taxpayers first. What about the golf course merger? That That's a $30 million plan. If it's a penny, it's probably double that now. Again, you know, it's, it's something that I'm, I'm starting to learn about, getting much more into the details. Many conversations need to be had. Uh, certainly look forward to, um, you know, providing an update at some point uh, once I know a little bit more about the, the golf course and the merger. But is that where do we should be spending our money? To, to build you know, underpasses to, to make that happen? Isn't it, isn't it kind of like let him eat cake? Again, you know, I don't want to um, uh, provide any erroneous information. I need to get all the details. I need to get the facts as to how this merger um, was arrived at. What are the, uh, you know, the community benefits associated with that? There's a lot of questions that I have and, uh, you know, I'm my first weekend. And so I, I hope to learn more and, and provide more information at the appropriate time. The life rings. Again, the life rings, I know it's something that is of, uh, you know, top priority safety, of course, is, is of our top, top priority here. Having conversation that learning more about uh, this particular matter. And I know that we are moving on establishing plans um, and it's something that we are definitely moving on. But again, in my first week, I just uh, need a little bit more information as to how this is going to work. Uh, certainly, um, you know, you mentioned uh, the young man who, um, who, who died. We want to make sure that people understand, you know, that, uh, that, that, where it's safe and not safe to be, and that if these life rings and where they're going and how they're going to be placed is really important. So we need I need to review uh, the proposal, internal proposal before it moves forward. And I'll, I'll let you have the last word, Rosa, about your message directly to the parents who have lost faith in this park district. You know, like all of you, I am a parent. 
I am a, uh, uh, I'm a frequent user of the parks and uh, I love the parks around my house. I know you do too. I want you to know that my utmost priority here is to ensure that we provide a park district that is safe and a supportive environment for all of our families and for all of our children, as well as the young employees that come and rely on the Chicago Park District to start their future. We want to uh, continue to make improvements, specifically in the critical areas uh, where this trust has been lost. I hear you. I understand you. And also to the survivors, my heart goes out to you. And I want you to know that you have a friend and a partner and that I look forward to hearing directly from them, working directly with them to to make sure that we bring the change necessary that is one of safety and protection for everyone that is part of the Chicago Park District. Rosa Escarreño, good luck in this marathon and the real marathon that you're training for, unless you've given it up because of this new job. I wish you the best of luck and thank you so much to Lauren Fitzpatrick for joining us. Thank you both. Thank you, friend. And we'll see you all next week. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.